0: This message is brought to you by the Metamorphosis Christian Center, Abuja. Ministering is the servant of God, a pastor in the house, Pastor Rotimi Uluagbohun. Remain blessed as you listen. You are the bread of life, the bread from heaven. Lord, we eat of you this morning. We have come to eat of you this morning. We have come to eat of you this morning. Spirit of God, we ask that hearts are open. That as your word comes, it finds good soil. In each heart, in the name of Jesus. To produce a hundredfold. We do not want 30. We do not want 60. We want a hundred. The much, the maximum, the maximum, the maximum, Lord. That is our desire. That is one thing that we ask of you this morning. Have your way in this place. Teach us the same grace and anointing that you have given unto me. Rest upon everyone as well. We all learn of you. We all learn at your feet, Lord Jesus. Teach us this morning. Thank you, Father. Be exalted. 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 Receive your glory. Receive your glory. Receive your glory in this place. Receive your glory, Jesus. Receive your glory, Jesus. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Kings. And praise God bless you. Rock it's me and you. It's your turn to shine. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Glory to Jesus media they have come to shanzu praise the lord can we do something to the mic please thank you amen 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 glory to jesus it's as though we should just continue worshiping and i know we are up for it we would have our time praise the lord praise the lord okay so um in the space of time amen in the space of time that i have we are going to look at the word of god and as we have prayed we would expect or i believe everybody expecting the spirit of god to speak to you as it pertains to your own portion of the food this morning. We've been looking at uh, the theme cleansed by the word from the beginning of the month of uh, February. Today, the Lord is directing us into a topic titled positioned, positioned for the word. Praise the Lord. Positioned for the word. Hallelujah. Now what does it mean to be positioned for the word? We will look at that now. Let's go back to our texts. our main text for the month. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 26. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 26. I will quickly, quickly deal with two words that were mentioned there that almost all... Okay, there are two different English words, but then they mean practically the same thing. Amen? Ephesians 5, verse 26. All right, it says, that he might sanctify and cleanse us with the washing of water by the word. Let's say it together, want to go. Okay, let's read together what is on the screen. Want to go. One more time, louder, with the washing of water by the word. The first word I want us to really look at in this uh, verse of the scripture is he might sanctify. Sanctify, that word, sanctify. And preparing for the message by the grace of God, um, searched out what sanctify actually means in the original context of uh the bible which was uh, in this case written in greek and it has the greek word agiazō agiazō which means to separate from profane things to separate from profane things and dedicate to god amen so we know who he is talking about here that is apostle paul in two context, sorry in two forms he's talking about the man To the wife, right? And then Christ to the church. Praise the Lord. Christ to who? The church. And who is the church? Or who are the church? We are the church. So what Christ is essentially saying here is that, see, I am separating you from profane things that I might dedicate you to God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And that will straight away, mean that he couldn't have just separated us from profane things and left us that way. Praise the Lord. Everything, everyone is dedicated something or someone. Praise the Lord. You will hear of children at birth in the Hebrew tradition or uh, Judaic tradition. They will bring the child to the temple. Jesus also pass through that tradition. In our own time, as Christians, we do baby dedication, right? In some other traditions, they have, oh sorry, religion. In religions, they have, I mean, name, whichever religion it is, they carry out that. Why? Because they believe that spiritually every human being is a spirit. Amen? And because he or she is a spirit, there is a controlling influence over that child over that home and as a result they bring that child and give to that controlling influence so when we do child dedication, when we do baby dedication the baby is coming in Jesus name when we do baby dedication we literally are giving that child to God Saying, I am separating you and I am dedicating this child to God. Of course, we don't do child baptism and all of that. But then, we believe that from that age, because you have authority over that child, as a father and mother, you are separating that child to God, just like Anna did for Samuel. Praise the Lord. And in that sense, you are saying, Lord, Have your way in this child's life. I, as a caretaker over this child, as a authority, an authority over this child, I'm taking this child and giving him or her to you to rule, to reign, to have. Praise the Lord. So for us, as children of God, that's what Christ did. He has separated us from profane things and dedicated us to God. Amen. The Bible says in Colossians 1:13 that we have what been delivered from the kingdom of darkness and translated or conveyed as the King James put it into the kingdom of his dear son, or of his son, the son of his love. All of these point to the same thing, that we are unique. We are not just ordinary Tell your neighbor you are unique. Tell your neighbor you are unique. You are not ordinary. You are dedicated to God. You are separated from profane things. The second word there says cleansed. Or before I just look at that, just to add to your notes, um, the two things that um, we really look at, we've talked about it, consecrating things to God and then dedicating people to God. So it's not only people or human beings that we dedicate to God. We also consecrate things. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We would have the history in the temple, uh, the, uh, the building of the tabernacle uh, when Moses was asked to uh, ask Bezalel and Leib and all of them to craft out tools and all of that. When they were done, they were to dedicate them to the Lord. Consecrate them for what? Use. Amen. Praise the Lord also the Levites were consecrated for use. Aaron and his children also were dedicated to the Lord for as uh, 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 servants for service rather, as servants in the tabernacle. Praise the Lord. So all of these things, just point to one thing, we are sanctified by the word of God. Amen. Because it says, by the washing of water by the word. Praise the Lord. Number two, cleanse and cleanse are, right? So the word cleanse is katarizo. It's called katarizo, which means to free from defilement. So you can see that it's almost the same thing. To free from defi- defilement or to separate from profane things. That's um, sanctified. To free from defilement of sin and faults. To free from defilement, from sin and faults. So the original, the origin of this word "catharizo" is kateros, which means pure. And the use of that word pure in this particular context was to define um, a vine that is cleansed by pruning. Remember, what passage of scripture readily comes to mind? John 15. So when you are looking at John 15, there is a cleansing going on there on that vine, on that plant, on that branch. Praise the Lord. So when the Lord is working on us, He's pruning us, what He's doing is He is cleansing us, He's removing things that defile, He's removing profane things, is removing things that do not agree with His Spirit. Praise the Lord. And as children of God, we should not struggle with him. Remember, he said in that passage of Scripture in John 15, he said, the branch that does not produce fruit, it will do what? Cut away. So, if you are not ready to be cut away, if you are not ready to be thrown into the fire, to be burned, then you must allow the vine dresser to do what? Prune you. Praise the Lord. Pruning, of course, is not a sweet um, experience, but then, the plant has to go through it anyway. So also we do. Amen. The Lord is our help. The Lord is our help. Why? So that we can bear much fruit. Jesus said in John 17:17, 17, 17, "Sanctify us by the truth. Your word is truth." Sanctify her by what? The truth. Your word is truth. Amen. I need to be put those as um, a base before we go on into the business of it. Let's open to Luke chapter 38. Sorry, Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. We'll be reading a story from verse 38. Please. Thank you, Media. Luke chapter 10 from verse 38. Alright, so now it happened as they went and he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into a what? House. And she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet. Meaning there were other people possibly seated at Jesus' feet. And heard his word. Go on. And Martha was distracted with much serving and she approached him, that was Jesus, and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? I can imagine her face. I can imagine the tone of her voice. I can imagine the look that she gave her sister and said to Jesus, Therefore, more like commanding, therefore, tell her to help me. Praise the Lord. She was definitely hungry. Amen. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. How many of us are troubled about many things here? No hands are up. Some people are trying to do half-hand. Praise the Lord. The Lord Jesus is here. And he's saying, Don't be worried. Don't be troubled. One thing is needed and Mary has chosen that good part which will not be taken away from her. Let's see the message translation, please. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Verse 38, same chapter. And they continued their travel. Jesus entered a village. A woman by the name of Martha welcomed him and made him feel quite at home she had a sister Mary who sat before the master, hanging on every word he said. I love the word hanging. In other words, as Jesus spoke, the lady, the, the young lady was not wasting time. She was just holding everything, holding everything. Praise the Lord. She wasn't just comfortable with, okay, choosy, picky, as some of us are, when you want to eat. I mean, my children... Some of okay, okay, the second one, not the first one. Tries to choose what she eats. Mommy, I'm not hungry. That's the response she will tell you. She is choosing. She doesn't want that food. The one she wants, if she sees it, uh you will know that she likes it. She's hungry. Mary was not hungry. Mary just latched onto it. Said, "I'm hanging on this. I'm hanging on that." And I mean, mean, she just went on. Praise the Lord. hanging on every word he said, but Martha was pulled away. In other words, nobody pulled her. Remember we read that she was distracted by so many serving. But here, the message translation says she was pulled away by all she had to do in where? In where? The kitchen. Kitchen matters. So that's why we call kitchen matters matter matters. Praise the Lord. Let's celebrate our women. Let's celebrate our women. And the men too. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. God has done it that way. And it is marvelous in our sight. Praise the Lord. When she became overwhelmed, I believe, she must have not noticed initially that, okay, maybe I can handle this, I can handle that, I can handle this multitasking like our women glory to jesus celebrate our women again they multitask more than the men yes or yes no man is answering the question praise the lord you are laughing all right if you say no no food for you this afternoon praise the lord all right so the kitchen matters went on, and she was overwhelmed. And then she ran to Jesus and said, What? Master, don't you care that my sister has abandoned the kitchen to me? Tell her to lend me a hand. Go on. The master said, Matter, dear matter, you are forcing far too much and getting yourself what? Walked up. Not over nothing. One thing only is essential. And Mary has chosen it. It's the main course. In other words, he used the word main course relating to food. Amen? So, we don't need dessert. We don't need appetizer. We need the main course. Tell your neighbor, I need the main course. I need the main course. Always, I need the main course. And won't be taken from her. Praise the Lord. Jesus came into that house Of course, knowing what will happen. But then, he needed to let that play out to teach us something. That the reality of our lives is more than food and bread. The word of God is the source of our lives. He is called the bread from heaven. He is called the word of God himself. John 1.1, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was who? God, referring to Jesus. And really, if you had left it to Marta, she doesn't really bother. It wasn't really a desire for her to sit at Jesus' feet. Amen? Now, looking at sitting at the feet, in the Hebrew, it is regarded as um, a group of people, probably disciples, most likely, sitting at their master's feet. Caring from him, look at what Jesus told her. Matter, matter, you are distracted. Your mind is full of many things, you force over a lot of things. You are walking yourself out, you are walking yourself up. It is not, um, it is not a case of whether God Jesus was not hungry or hungry, but he was trying to say that matter, come, what this lady has gotten in the time that I've been here is more than what you have gotten. You just think that everything is about food. I'm not hungry. He told his disciples, you are talking about, when he was at, uh, at the well with the Samaritan woman, you guys are just talking about food. My meat is to do the will of my father and to finish it instruction reproof, conviction correction, discipline, training in righteousness, all of these things are what to position us for what he would have us do we will talk about that in the second service but then really position for the word is about you how do you allow the word to wash you? Do you even allow the water to come? You are in the place of the washing. This is the place of the washing. We are here to be washed. Amen? But do you allow yourself to actually be washed? Do you have a preconceived mind concerning issues? Preconceived uh, uh, dis, uh, uh, I mean, decisions that you have made That this particular thing, that particular thing, uh uh-uh. And even if God speaks from heaven, and thunders and roars, and there is fire, there is lightning, there is smoke, you have, in Yoruba, we know, you have made up your mind not to do anything about it. Why? Because you have been rigid over the time, and your heart is, on that matter, you are, I mean, no, As they say, no Jupiter can move you. The washing and the pruning, I said earlier, are not palatable. But it is a personal decision that everyone has to make every day. That Lord, I position myself for the washing of your word. Each time you wake up in the morning, and I believe this is for everyone. You read your Bible. You pray. During the day, you are open to the Spirit of God to speak to you. The little, little times that you have, you touch back into the Word briefly. In the evening, you have times with him. Those words that is pouring into you are gradual. You can't get washed completely in a day. Praise the Lord. Amen. Please listen to it. You cannot do what? Get washed completely in a day. So that is why you need the constant washing. Continuous washing. And let's even assume that you get washed in a day. Do you bathe just once in your lifetime? No. In fact, you'll be smelly, smelling, stinking, name it. But we get washed every day in our physical lives. So why or how much more the word of God? How much more our spiritual lives? Because so many things are fighting and contending for our spirit to be distracted or our souls to be distracted rather. They are contending for space. The work we do, the business we do, the quest for money and that is a big one the quest for money um, I think that's Matthew Matthew chapter 6 Jesus was saying that you can't serve two masters you cannot and in that verse I think that should be verse um, 12 there about Media, can you help me bring it up 24 thank you man 24 24 Yeah no one can serve two masters for either he will hate one and love the other and this is where god himself equates himself or no okay, he not equates but puts another force as a master over the souls of men apart from him and saying He's not even equating himself with the devil. The devil is not... I mean, doesn't have any... But money has a force. And when it grips a man, there is nothing that man cannot do. So you cannot serve money and serve God. But the truth is this. A whole, of, um, a whole lot of us, we, every one of us, really, we want to eat, we want to drink, we want to put on clothes, we want to live in a house, obviously... For obvious reasons, and you need money. But God is saying that there is tendency, there is possibility for you to chase after that money and leave me. There is possibility for you to say, Okay, well, I'm serving you, God, but you do things that show that you desire more of money than you desire more of me. So money becomes a contender for my soul. Money becomes a controlling force that seeks to overpower or take over my focus on God. And God is saying, you have to live one and serve the other. Praise the Lord. Our soul, our mind, specifically, Apostle Paul said, is the battlefield. Praise the Lord. And it is only the word of God that we allow we bring ourselves intentionally to receive that washes us of all of those things, that washes us of all of those desires. So, But first of all, we must say, Lord, I am deciding to position myself, to position myself for your word. And then it more or less begins with an awareness that there is more to my spiritual life. Every one of us are at a level. But then there is more. You agree with me? There is more. Everyone say there is more. There is more. God, want, God wants more from me. And we can see that from uh, John chapter 15. From verse 1 down. In 1 to 8. Talking about us bearing more fruit. If not, why would he prune why would he seek to remove some things that are injuring our growth? Why would he, I mean we are he said those that are bearing fruit, they are already bearing fruit. You should have just let them let them just continue bearing the level of fruit they are bearing, right? But he said, No, I am still going to work on you because there is more. So deciding to say, Lord, wash me every day, wash me with your word, and that means you are. Reading the word, you are soaking yourself in the word, you are coming for meetings, and your heart is open. You are not choosing what you eat and what you will not eat. You are not deciding to say, Lord, this matter, leave it. Me, I have chosen this part on this matter. The awareness that there is more, Luke 8 35 has a very interesting story. Luke 8 35 and then John sixteen twelve you can write that down. We'll soon be done. Luke 8 and 5 says, And then, when th- then they went out to see what had happened. This is the story of the, uh, the, the insane man. Amen? The man that was at the uh, uh, gatherings. Alright? And the Lord had just healed him. And the Bible says what? And when they came to Jesus, and they came and came to Jesus and found the man from whom the demons had departed, sitting at the feet of Jesus. He was now the, 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 the word sitting at the feet here in Greek is the same as the word Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus, caring more. So the man felt it's not just healing. There is more to this man. You will, I mean, the, going down the, the, the verses, the man was like, I want to follow you. Jesus said, No, don't follow me. I need you to do something. I'm giving you an assignment. Go tell your people what has happened to you. The word I have spoken over you that has brought deliverance and healing and salvation, go tell them. So, in other words, when we allow ourselves to be washed by the word, going ahead of myself. When we allow ourselves to be washed by the word, we come into a place of responsibility. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Alright, I'll leave that. Amen. Awareness comes and then leads to desire. Desire leads to hunger and thirst. Praise the Lord. Matthew 5, 6. Those that hunger and thirst after righteousness, what would happen? They will be filled. It is automatic. It is automatic. Zacchaeus. I'll round up with this. Zacchaeus. How many of us know that song? Zacchaeus was a little man. A little man, was he? Seriously? Like for real? We didn't go to children's church. Okay. Zacchaeus was a little man. A little man was he. Went above the sycamore tree. Okay, I can't remember the rest of the song. But then, we know Zacchaeus. A short man. The Bible says he was. And because of his desire to see Jesus, what did he do? He ran ahead and climbed a tree. That is hunger. That is desire. That is thirst. And his thirst and desire was met met with what? An invitation into salvation. Now, Jesus was inviting himself into Zacchaeus' house. But in truth, he was inviting him into salvation. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'll end with these last words. Our desire, our hunger and thirst for God's word must be seen in what we do about it. Our desire, our hunger and thirst for the word of God must be seen in what we do about it. Do you put, put God as priority in your life? Be intentional. Seek out times apart from your morning devotions or your morning readings of the Bible during the day. You know, when you have your bath in the morning, you take water during the day, right? You are advised to drink water. It's also cleansing. So we take water from time to time. We continue to detoxify. Detoxification, antioxidants, for those of us who are into wellness industry yes thank you ma. we'll talk about that later let's rise up on our feet let's rise up on our feet Mata got herself busy with everything else but listening to jesus Let's ask the Lord, Lord, help me. Things that are distracting me from focus on you. Let's not act as though we think we have got it together. The Lord wants more, like we have said. So talk to him. Everyone is concerned. Nobody left out. Lord, things that are contending for time with you. Within your presence, deliver me from them. Those of us online as well continue in this prayer. Things that are dragging space with you, Lord Jesus, please deliver me from them, separate me from them, snatch me from their grip, make me separate sanctify I so to speak for you Lord cleanse me with your word You told your disciples in John 15:3 that I have cleansed you with the word that I have spoken over you lord speak continue to speak continue to speak continue to speak continue to speak let your life continue to flow from heaven from your throne of grace as we come boldly into your presence this morning asking for help we cannot do life by ourselves we cannot do life on our own strength we cannot do life. We cannot. We cannot even make life. Not to talk of do it. We release ourselves to you. We release ourselves to you. We release ourselves to you. That each time we gather, it's a place of encounter. It's a place of cleansing. It's a place of pruning. It's a place of correction. It's a place of rebook. It's a place of reproof. And we are okay with it. We are okay with it. We are not choosy. We are not picky. We are not making faces. We are not squeezing our faces. Spirit of God, have your way in this place. As many of your children that need to be broken, break. As many of your children that need to be smashed, smash. Smash. Why, Lord? Because we know that when you do it, you do it gently and you do it for our good. That we might produce more. That is the goal. That is the goal. That is the purpose. Lord, we release ourselves to you. Thank you because your word has gone up. It has gone out. And it shall yield the purpose for which it was sent. That heaven, the kingdom, might profit from it. And from our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray.